Hey, welcome back to another fun-filled except except Welcome to the intro. Um, this is episode six of the Action Cartoon Bros. Action Tune Bros. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Hey, I'm so I'm still kind of you know going back from when I was the. Old ray t- radio Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't anyway, do that. Action uh, Tomb Bros. I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't choose to do that for this episode, but that's not how the first episode even starts. So. No, it, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it actually start, starts off a little differently, but yep. this is our episode six, which is Legend of Korra, episodes seven through nine. Yep. Uh, and My name is Matthew Lewis. <laughs> and my name is Ben Sturgeon, and... Wow, we have a lot to cover today. Oof and goof, shit Oof, real pops off today. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we'll just go right into it with episode 7, The Aftermath. Yes. As you may have remembered from before, Amon attacked the... Oh, I was going to say, you're going to point out how the last time is done by Tarlock. Yes, yes it this is. This is a really Tarlock-focused couple of episodes. <laughs> I was going to give them a refresher course. Okay. But then again, the they're probably time. listening to this. But anyway, yeah, the, the, this episode starts off with Tarlock, not the actual announcer guy, talking about how Chief Beifong is yeah. going needs to resign because yeah, she her for effing it up somehow. Yeah, which like, blames her because that's not for Tarlock that for insane you. thing that happened. That <laughs> and at, and after all his talking, because Tarlock is totally not a villain. Shush. <laughs> well, if they watch these episodes, I guess they know. Hey, look, I've been making that joke since stuff. I first met Tarlock. Oh yeah, yeah, you were, you were suspicious of him. The first I, 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 I still am, even though right now he's not. Um, <laughs> Well, but, hey, don't spoil it more. <laughs> I'm not spoiling anything you Who want. Who knows? Anyway, so the episode finally begins with Korra going to the very destroyed bending tournament uh, arena. Yep. Where, as we, as you may remember, Bolin and Maka were living in the attic. Yep. Um, now they are out of a home because the arena is being shut down. Indeed. And Korra, in typical Korra fashion, is like, hey... You guys can totally live with me at the air temple. Yeah, and they're like, hey, that's great, but... but... We have a much better offer by the lovely Asami who's allowing them to move into her goddamn mansion. Yes. <laughs> and, and as if on cue, Asami's just like, hey, Korra, yeah, how you being doing? Yeah, nice and Korra's like, ugh, girl. Yeah, and of course, she's like, ugh, I don't like you. You're so girly, girl. <laughs> and yeah, then she's just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna leave. But you can come to the mansion tomorrow. Yeah, I totally have to um, airbending. And, and of course... With a little bit of help from the best character ever, Pabu. Well, of course. Oh, come on! <laughs> She's um, like, all right, Pabu, I'll do yeah, it for you. <laughs> for, for Pabu, she actually does decide to go to the mansion. Yep. But as this is happening... We cut to a very, very cool police thing. So we opened with a shot of some nasty-looking lizard birds. <laughs> some oh, really yeah, like, what, are you, what even are they? I've got some kind of lizard pigeons or lizard bird thing. They're yeah, really gross. They, they're just weird. You see cop cars almost hitting them while they drive up to an abandoned equalist hangar. Which was very cool um, from those bastards at Cabbage Corp. Oh, that cabbage, that cabbage Corp, Mister Gong Long. How dare he? How oh. dare he? And of course, as they're apprehending Mister Gong Long, I was gonna say, we, we, we should have to say that it was a oh. bandit. They, they see them opening Cabbage Corp crates, and they're they're full of uh, equalist, uh, Equal, equalist equalist flyers, yep. equalist uh, the gloves that they use, yep. just everything. Every bit of evidence is yeah. pointing that they're the ones responsible. Yep. And we cut to the outside of Cabbage Court where a very familiar Distra- looking, very distra- oh, I was gonna say a very familiar looking statue of a man oh, with a cart of yes. a simple man with a cart full of cabbages and no love for the avatars. The ca- oh, the, oh, the cabbage man. Which actually, surprisingly enough, as they're apprehending uh, Mr. Gong Long of Cabbage of Cabbage Court, there's a bit of a, an interview thing going on where it's like, oh. Oh, is this actually who did it? Yeah, and of conference. course, Lynn is like, and Lynn's like, um, it points to this, but we're, we're still not. investigating. In the meantime, I, I swear, yeah. I swear, Mister Gong Long is related because he has to be. No, not <laughs> my cabbage core. Great joke. Oh, yeah, I assume some it. kind of descendant of that guy. <laughs> um, we cut to the Gora. police station. Is that the police station? I believe so. Okay, because like, I yeah. thought it was like a hospital or something. No, 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 I believe it's a police station. Yeah. Well, we go we go to Cora going to the police station mm-hmm. where we see Tano. Tano a very now, depressed and sad. A, yeah, a very depressed, sad, not a, not a jerk this time. Well, and, yeah. well, I mean, obviously he's, very he's bummed out. Yeah, yeah, he's very, very bummed sad. out because <laughs> of his bending. And Cora and Tano kind of make up a little bit because, yeah. you know, she's like, look, we're not friends. But it still kind of sucks what happened. It's to awful you. what happened to you. Yeah, yeah it's and messed he, up. <laughs> yeah, and of course Tano's like, dude, 
give him one for me. Yeah, do it, and, Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah Avatar. <laughs> thanks, Romy Malik. Uh, You're always thank, great. Thanks, M. Thanks, M. Knight. <laughs> Mr. Robot. Um, Mr. Robot. <laughs> Romy, Romy Malik. Yeah. Um, and that's when, uh, that's when we also you see. Him no, I, I, oh. I, I said he, Why is he an Avatar. I said, oh, thanks. Avatar. Yeah, I said, um. yeah. I said, I said, thanks, M. Knight. <laughs> um, that's when we also see Lin talking to Mr. Sato. You know, if you know anything, please let me know. Blah blah blah. Yeah, oh, and, worry, I will. And then, of course, they call Tano in, and Tano's just like, "See you around." Yeah, very very sad. Very scene. depressed. But, very you know, sad scene in general. I gotta say, I'm. I was never a fan of Tano because he was a of jerk his, character. Yeah, that was the whole point. But this really kind of made me sad <laughs> just to see him go from like, mm, yes, to. Yeah, to like, like a, to a, literal a visibly zombie. horribly depressed person with a yeah. horrible thing that happened to him. Didn't look medically well either, but whatever the hell Lamont did. Yeah, you know. Um, then we get to the mansion, where Korra finally goes into Mr. Mm-hmm. S- the, the Sato mansion. And, you we know. Lasami has an indoor pool. Yeah, an indoor <laughs> pool. And a butler, of yep. course, because every mansion's not complete without a butler. <laughs> and Bolin's just like, dude, this is amazing! Being Bolin, and a jerk, apparently, because <laughs> he makes the butler... Pat him dry. Yeah, very and hilariously. Make sure pa- make sure Pabu is dried, and then jumps right back. In yep, and, so, and also their outfits are very like uh like twenties. Yeah, twenties. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole aesthetic of the show. Ooh, I really oh my there. goodness! It's like the whole Steve aesthetic Punk of the 20s. show is very very cool. Twenties. And, and that's yeah. one of the main reasons why I like. It's this really show. cool looking. And of course, you know, uh, Asami's like, "Hey, you know, nice to see you and everything." And Korra's just like, okay, so are we going to do makeovers? Are oh, we, we also find out that um, uh, Asami doesn't actually have permission as of yet for them right. to actually move in. So, and she, But she's like, you know, better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I have heard that one thrown yeah, of around course, a few of times. Of course, And uh, Korra is very rude to Asami about like, oh, God, girly yeah. stuff. Oh, we're going to do girly stuff? Which, dude. Gotta give uh, kudos to Bolin because he's just like, dude, let's do makeovers. Yeah. makeovers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but Asami's like, hey, how about we do something else? And then you go to a race, yeah, a racing a really track, really cool racetrack, and that, where she explains, yeah, this is where we actually test the Sato mobiles. And then to Korra's uh, surprise and yeah. everyone else's. Uh, Asami's like, hey, want to yep. go for a ride? Yep, let's go for a ride. And they and, take oh. a, yeah, a really cool racing scene against the other driver with mm-hmm. them and just practicing. That's when you learn Asami's actually a really yep. good driver. A professional like, level oh driver. My goodness. Which is going to be very helpful later, I guess. <laughs> I'm, sur- I'm surprised she didn't make a cameo appearance in any of the uh, uh, of the initial D games. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's your reference? <laughs> yes, that's the my most, reference. The most... I could have said that this was all deja vu. Oh God! Yeah, that's <laughs> it took right. Me a second. Um, yeah, a little, but anyway, a little, a little like five um, second pause and something. After <laughs> and, and after, uh, you know, the race and everything. Even Cora's like, dude, I'm sorry. I I always thought you were like a girly girl, and Sami's like, everyone thinks that it's fine. Yeah. Um, I, when I was really young, you know, my dad made me go to self defense classes yeah, and stuff like butt. that. That's and, what we AKA about. yeah. AKA, she's actually really kick butt. Yeah, and, and while they're uh, after the race and everything. Did they go back to the pool before the no, they didn't go, powder room? They, no, no, they, they went straight to uh, Bullen, had to use the restroom, yeah. and then she went to the powder room. Yep, and while she's just playing around with weird, like, makeup stuff. <laughs> the actual, like, face yeah, powdery, powdery thing. thing. We see Akora overhearing Sato making some vague, schemey plans, and she immediately runs out of the building and ditches everyone at the house. Yeah, and then, of course... She goes to reveal to Lin Tenzin and Tenzin Lin, yep. that, you know, something's going on. And, you know, do they you have do any proof? No, but I know what I heard. And they know that uh, uh, Cabbage Corp were... Did they, did they point out the Cabbage Corp were a rival of his? Or, or that his uh, that his uh, wife was killed by a firebender? We were just getting there, actually. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, this is when you also find out that, um, you know, it, 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 it was possible because... He, uh, Sa- Mr. Sato has the means and, and the a motive. reason. Yeah, very, and a motive. Motives, yep. And that's when you find out that the Agni Kai Triad uh, went and robbed Mr. Sato's mansion and a firebender killed his wife. Yes. It's wow. Like father likes... I can't say that because they're not father what? and son, but... <laughs> well, no. Like Mako, his parents were killed oh, by yeah. firebenders. It's always firebenders. So, yeah, it's always the... Di- you know what? Some people just can't get over the fact that the Fire Nation is not doing that anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, but, they're all bad. <laughs> firebenders. True, true. Well, no, well, was yeah, yeah, you're, not, you're not wrong, though. Every firebender has been a jerk. Yeah, look at Mako. <laughs> right? Um, but anyway, so... 
So, you know, Lynn and Tenzin are just like, hey, they, they go to Mr. Sato about this. And Mr. Sato's like, oh, she's being Oh, silly. also, foolishly, before that, Asa- uh, Korra tells Asami outright. Oh, Asami and, we're doing Ma- this thing and, your dad. Yeah, and Mako. Yeah, and Mako's like, what the heck? And then, like, yeah, we're doing this thing. Shut up. And it just makes Korra look very dumb and very jealous. And right. Very not good look for her. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, you know... And Mr. Sato's like, yeah, you know, I was talking about the competitor, you know, it's just good business. Just good business. I'm a nice guy, I'm a really nice guy. And, and Asami's uh, just like looking really, looking sinister, just like protecting just her dad, like, being like, you, look, how dare you, this is awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. How, how, how could you do this? And of course, Tenzin, being the rational person here, is like, Let, let's quell these suspicions. Let's, can we look at your yeah. warehouses? And you know, he's like, fine. And they found nothing. They, yep, the police all show up, they investigate, they rip open, not rip open boxes, and they and do not a, find yep. any uh, bad stuff. Except... And, and then, Mako... Mako, Mako. Oh yeah, Mako's like, <laughs> Mako's so like, jealous, like, dude, Lin. look, if you're, if you're gonna keep doing this, we're not friends. Oh, yeah. And Korra stands up for herself. Like, yeah, I'm and suspicious and I know what I heard, yeah. She also gets a high five with two fingers. And she gets a message from oh, Rando. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to say some weird uh, dock worker man just like, like hey, uh, you want the information? Gives her a yeah. weird pass. Hey, you, I got, I, I got some info for you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, uh, and of course, like typical noir fashion, it's secretive underneath a bridge at night. Oh, yeah. In very, very cool. Light, lightly foggy area, you know? And this guy's like, hey, so, um... <clears throat> Mr. Sado is evil. Wait, wait, <laughs> he's, he's, evil. E- he's evil? How do you know? Because uh, I got some information, because I wanted to join these equalists, you yep. know, but I didn't sign up for any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like, okay, so how do you how do you know that Sado, like, what, where is he hiding all this stuff? He's got a secret facility underneath his mansion. Yeah, we find out about the crazies, the underground, underground lab. That's bizarre. <laughs> and, of course... Another raiding of the mansion. Yep, I love Asami and Mako are just like, Ugh, I, why are you doing this? And he's yeah. like, okay, where's your dad? He's in his workhouse. They go to the workhouse, and there's nobody there. Nope, it's completely empty. And they're like, see, nothing. They look around, they don't see anything. And then we got a moment that thoroughly, like, when I first saw it, I just mm. exploded. Yes. <laughs> I almost died. It's like, yeah, there's nothing here. Are you happy? Lynn just walks over barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> slams her foot down and we get the kind of sonar yeah we got Toph's blind that, yeah. pose like she does the pose and everything with the uh, the sonar vision that Toph does mm-hmm. and just the text of base and that was just like whoa yeah it was a beautiful yeah, callback so I'm like dude like mother like daughter yeah it was so cool uh, was and then all, all of a sudden it's just like she says hey right there metal bends picks it up the elevator going yep, down a, a very giant evil lab even Bull ends just like does your dad <laughs> <laughs> a very funny game and from Asa- Bolin, as Asami usual. is just like, what the heck? Yeah, what like, the... what's going on? Mako, Bolin, and Asami are told to stay up with a guard while uh, Tenzin, Lin, and Korra go down and investigate the lab. And when they go down, they see Equalists everything. Yeah, and they also, uh, while going further in, they discover and an... they find out that the walls are made of platinum. And they also find out that they're... that Mr. Sato is working on a new invention. Mm-hmm. Which, when Mr. when Mr. Sato, you know, traps them behind a platinum wall with these giant mech tanks. Yep. Also, I was going to say a little uh, dumb, uh, not cameo, what is it called? It's a weird, dumb reference. Anyway, Platinum Games, they made the Korra game. <laughs> nice. Very See, stupid. I, my reference was totally going to be more obscure to a really old <laughs> video game, but... <laughs> Oh, see, I was going to say when uh, Mr. Sato uh, sprung a trap, I was going to be like, the fiend has sp- sprung a trap. Fight, Benders, fight! Because nobody <laughs> knows what Magic Carpet 2 is. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I don't even know what the heck you're referencing. It's a really old, really old DOS computer game. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, it was fun. Yeah, my reference actually makes sense to Korra. <laughs> but, and, oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, as this is as they're trapped, mm-hmm. um, we see... Bullen, Mako, and everyone just like, yeah, we need to get down there right now. And of course, Enforcer guy's like, no, you can't go down there. Yeah, yeah, I was and then of from course, the chief, you can't go down there. Bullen and Mako, being the uh, being the the street cred that they have, <laughs> yeah, they're yep. just like, hey, they, they just look at each other. They know what's going down. Yeah, and I. I sniff. I'm gonna sniff. I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, Mako sneezes yep. some fire, 
And as the guy's backing up, Bolin just like, oops, yeah. I tripped you. Yeah, trips him up, and then they just grab him, tie him up, get rid of his armor, and just like, yeah, you stay down here. Yeah, you, you just stay here until everyone gets back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that nice little pun from uh, Bolin Adam was really good. Dude, <laughs> Bolin really is best. And as they're getting going to go down, um, Mako's just like, Asami, look, I'm going to find out for both of us mm-hmm. what's going on. Just stay up here, please. And she does. Yeah. And as they go down, you know... You find out that not only are the walls made of platinum, but the tanks are made of platinum yep. too. The and tanks being gigantic uh, bipedal, like gi- yeah, like giant big tanks daddy with looking. like mecha, yeah, like, like big daddies from uh, what's it called? Bi- from yeah, only Bioshock. instead of feet, they have treads. Yeah, they have treads. Yeah. It's great. Um, which you actually learn something interesting about platinum and why that's important because it is so pure a metal yep. that nobody, not even Toph, was able to bend it. Yeah, platinum so that's why. Bizarre. Yeah, platinum's. Holy crap, it's really, like, good against vendors. Mm-hmm. And then you get this epic fight showdown thing. Yeah, and Lynn, then gets they... some cool, Lynn gets some uh, cool sword hands with her police armor, which is uh-huh. really, really oh, cool. Yeah. And Lynn, um, Tenzin does a cool air wheel, like, mm-hmm. like his dad's air ball. Oh, yeah. And just, like, zooms through people, knocking out people. It's a really cool fight. It's amazing. But they do get overpowered. And, of course, as, the, as this is happening, as they're going to get thrown into some trucks and stuff... Uh, Bolin and Mako appear, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, yeah, I'm out of here!" Yeah, we got we gotta get him out of here. And <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Hush you! It's it's my thing. Uh, gotta get out of here. <laughs> and then Mister Sato's like, "Yo, no, you're not yeah. doing this." And we get our first Disney cameo from Mister Sato. Because he doesn't want his daughter hitching up with a street rat. <laughs> a street rat. Take that. Yeah. And, and then as this is happening, Asami appears. And she's like, Dad, what's going on? In which case we get our final Disney cameo. We get Darth Sato. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, these, these people are, these benders are evil. And since these benders are evil, we can go to Amon. And Amon is going to save us all. And as in typical Darth Sato manner, he's like, join me, <laughs> join Asami, me, and we can save the city like daughter and father. Yep, and she takes the glove in a very crazy dramatic... Would you, uh, I will, I'll talk about it after the episode, but yeah, she takes the glove and she tases her dad and takes out Lance Hendrickson, sidekick dude. Lance like, Hendrickson. whoa. <laughs> in a stunning twist. And after that happens, they all get out of there and they start flying towards... I, I'm gonna guess Airbender Island. It doesn't say where they're going. They're yeah. just in the blimp. They're they, just in the blimp. Did they manage to arrest um, everybody or no? They don't yeah. show it at least, but we're gonna assume that they did. I believe, I believe they did. Didn't they cut to them showing them being arrested? Probably. I, 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 I don't. Sure. I don't actually remember that part. I just know oh, that okay. they they escape and then they're on the blimp. Oh, yeah. And that's when Lynn decides to resign because she wants to be a vigilante. I love that line. Yeah, Dude. she goes full movie character. She's like, I'm going to do this my own way. Outside the law. Outside the law. No badges, no rules. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, oh, snap. And of course, everyone's in shock and Mako's like, dude, I'm sorry, Cora. Just understand. I, I did, I'm too surprised about this. And Cora's like, dude, I understand. Even I'm surprised. Now go be with your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, and then of course, Mako's like, oh, huggies and stuff. Yeah. And then the episode ends. Yeah, just bam, cut to end. Now, I wanted to ask you, yeah, what did up? you think was going to happen at the end when Sato... Or, what did you, what'd you think watching the episode? Like, what did you think about Sato, and what did you think about Asami? Okay, for, okay, so, honestly, I was slightly surprised of Mr. Sato being evil. I was slightly <laughs> surprised. Nice. There were some hints, but in my mind, that was a bit too cliche, so give him the benefit of the doubt. He did, you know, tr- give money so yeah, they can yeah. do bending. He did everything right mm-hmm. but when you have a guy who's the first line you say to someone's boyfriend is so I hear you dirt poor yeah <laughs> there's something missing there um asami being an actual badass <laughs> uh for apologies for the swearing but um that would kind of blew my mind a little bit because she did every single time she seemed like she was very nice oh yeah very uh, not necessarily prim and proper but Proper enough where yeah. you knew she came from a higher society. Oh yeah, she was much more higher status than Korra, who's a bumpkin, or yeah, who's a bumpkin, or two street kids, Mako and Bolt. And so yeah, she oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but 
Especially, you know, goes to a fancy dinner with Mako. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just like, okay, so she's going to be the typical, eh. but then she actually turned out to be amazing oh, and, yeah. and like actually can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. Boom. I totally saw it coming when uh, Mr. Sato was like, join me. I'm like, dude, she's going to take the glove. She's <laughs> going to be, she's going to say some lines. She's going to zap him. Of course. Well, and, and what happens? Takes the glove. I love you, dad. Zap. I'm like, call it. <laughs> yeah, but great. all in all. It was it, it was a very interesting episode. I I love the 1920s steampunk and I mm. love the noir kind of feel oh, yeah. of this. Always fun. And I like learning new things about bending that I ne- that you never learned in Avatar: The Last mm-hmm. Airbender, like the whole platinum thing. Oh yeah. I I knew I, I'm like wait, platinum's a metal. How come they can't? Mr. Sato says it's yeah. pure. It's so like pure. too yeah. pure of a metal yeah. for them. To I'm just like I was gonna say like just like those uh, those um, Avatar comics I have that do take place after the original series. Mm-hmm. One of them is about Toph starting her first metal bending school and teaching Earthbenders how to metal bend like a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. child oh, Earthbenders. Yeah. And like I was thinking like yeah, I don't know if it ever touched on platinum in that series. Yeah, I, well I've never read I them remember. yet, which I, I'm probably I probably will borrow those from you oh, just yeah, so I can have some excellent. more uh, reference and stuff. But yeah, yeah just the fact that. It's like you can actually not be able to bend what you an element just because it's so pure. It's, yeah, so removed it was, from it was being earth, I guess. Astonishing, yeah. and of course, you know, yeah, and Toph managed to to bend uh, like meteorite. <laughs> so that's all really impressive. But yeah, dude, that's Toph. Toph just amazing all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing all together. Um, but yeah, just all in all, this episode. Blew my mind in certain ways, and will it blow my mind with the next two? <laughs> yes, we're, we're getting there. Wow, so impatient. So I was impatient. I was just asking about a question. Well, yeah, what were we about to say? Oh no, I, I, that was actually why I was ending. Oh, yeah. They just like wow, and we haven't even touched the next the next two episodes. Which, speaking of which, speaking of all of my passion and my extreme things, um, episode eight. Yep. When extremes, when extremes meet, meet. Uh, uh, finally the 1920s guy is finally back. And yes, he ma- he makes his appearance. The last time is all about how Amon just keeps winning, just keeps winning and winning and winning. <laughs> every every single time he just decides to make everything happen. Yep, uh, opens up with them uh, sailing on air to or sailing to Air Temple Island in a really really beautiful shot. Oh yes, a very beautiful. I see. That's the other thing. I like the backgrounds it's because really it, pretty, it, it, it's very pretty. last airbendery. Oh, yeah. Because oh, it's just um. And of course, everyone, everyone, Bolin and all of them are moving to Airbender Island. Yep. And they get, they get the, the kids. Yep. Iki, Milo, Milo and, uh, and who's the Janora. 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 I yep. always forget her. Uh, we find out that Pabu is from Central Earth Kingdom because uh, there's a uh, Iki knows or it's, uh, Janora. It's, uh, Janora. Janora. Janora knows. Yeah. Janora's like, oh, it's a Central Earth Kingdom. Uh, and like Mila tries to get it to fly by doing yip yip to uh, Naga, Naga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yip yip yip. But Naga's used to it because Naga's lived yeah, there before. Yeah, uh, those crazy ass. And kids. as they're all walking, we get the first creeper <laughs> moment with Mila. Mila being a weird creeper, like, like staring at Asami in like creepy five year old fashion. And you're pretty. Let me have your hair. <laughs> but of course, Mako takes it very well because he's like, "Ooh, I got competition." That's no good. Next scene. Blew my mind. You're gonna hear me say that a lot, by the way, viewers. <laughs> blew my mind because you know, Iki's like, "Hey, this is where this goes. This is where this. This is this. You know, giving the tour." Oh, yeah, yeah. And Bolin's like, "Okay, so a few questions about the island. Is it all vegetarian? Is this is that where you train air bending? Do we have to wear air acolyte clothes? Do we get our own sky bison? And how many trees are on this island?" <laughs> Iki takes like two seconds, two seconds to think. Yes, yes, no, no. Ten thousand five hundred and fifty-two. Everyone's expression amazing, is yeah. exactly what I did because I'm, they're all just staring like, what? Yeah, I'm just like, which which makes me realize that Iki, even though she's like airheaded, and like yeah, yeah, she's very very she smart. Is, oh, she is intelligent. They are great. Those kids are hilarious. So the boys get separated to the boy side by Milo and um, Janora. And Cora and Iki take Asami. Yeah, sorry, it's it's Iki, not Iki, not yeah, Iki. Iki. Yeah. <laughs> um, they take Asami to her room, where Iki just decides, "Hey, so did you know Cora likes Mako?" Just instantly, yeah, just huge. no <laughs> break, just like a big giant anime. Oh, hey, by uh, the way, she likes Cora. your boyfriend. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, oh. it's amazing. They make funny anime shock face from Cora, like, "Oh, Iki, get the hell out of here!" And then just yeah. like shoves her out, to, and then like, Sho- shoves her out, and Iki's just like. 
cats. Yeah, just crazy angry at her. (laughs) And so, you know, after that awkward moment, Mm -hmm. um, Tenzin decides to show up and is like, hey, uh, first off, Asami, welcome. Um, Koro, Lin's replacement, Saikon, is going to be... It what is it called? Ind- indicted? Inducted? I gotta know. Ind- yeah, it, inducted. Promoted, I don't know. Just Pro- it, it's going to be it's going to be the new uh, it's going to be the new uh, chief of police. He looks like a we very very classic there. movie cop. Yeah, he, he really does. He, he looks very, very like classic. The, yeah. like we're talking the typical chief who's like you know, bro, you yeah, need to gruff do this. and bolting and saying, ah, Daniel Mahoney, you're out of control. You don't play by the rules. Exactly. <laughs> a very uh, yeah. Yeah, very it, tough it, exactly like that. And cool. you know, he's like doing his usual like. Uh, Oh, it's po- it's a pity that we see what Lynn did and blah 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 and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and generic talk. I'm giving all my power and I'm mm-hmm. going to talk all, do all these things and report to Tarlock. Yep, Tarlock is put in charge. And of course, um, he, Tenzin and Korra are just like, yeah, we know your scheme. And Tarlock's like, oh yeah, you do, huh? Yeah, I'm the big bad scary man that everyone you know answers to because I've got power. And Korra's like, well, I'm the Avatar. And Tarlock's like, no, you're yep. not. You're half baked. <laughs> oh, by the way, how's that airbending yeah, I'm about going? To say, just dogs are about airbending. So. Oh, dude, no, like of all the jerk moments of Tarlock, oh, yeah. this one is like. We're talking like spreading too much peanut butter on a knife. Like it is thick. <laughs> he is really giving it to Goro about how she's and not good. It's really just because she won't join the organ, the uh, investigation. Which, yep. yeah, it's just oh yeah, crazy. oh yeah, yeah. I did forget to mention that. It's like, oh Cora, come to join me again. Eh? And she's just like, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. You'll come around to. I said no. Yeah, Cora's like puts her foot down. Oh, and of course, in uh, yeah, Cora puts her foot down and all that. And in typical twenties cop movie fashion. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're not going to join me, stay out of my way. Yeah, yeah, that won't come back, I'm sure. All of this <laughs> talk about not being a good Avatar stuff really bums Korra out. Yeah, we also learn that she's also, as well as not being good at airbending, she's also not good at spiritual part of... Oh, yeah, and was, yeah in, in the yeah. first episode they mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned that. But it, it, it gets brought up. back. Yeah, 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 it finally gets brought up that... Oh, because Tenzin's like, yeah, you need to, you know meditate on all this stuff and all. And she's just like, yeah, but I suck at spiritualism. Yeah. He's like, well... Maybe if you can talk. Oh, that's what it was. She was talking about talking. He was talking about talking to the past lives, and she's like, "I can't do that because I'm not spiritual." He's like, "Maybe something happened where you had like a vision or maybe a dream or something." We find out, and that's when it has been happening throughout the whole series so far. We've been noticing her seeing that. She's like, "She's like, yeah, I did see some things," Mm -hmm. and he's like, "Wait, did you see any of the avatars?" Yeah, I saw Aang, and he's just like, "I have no idea what this might mean, but." You should you should probably meditate on these. Yep, Maybe yep. you'll learn some stuff. So it goes to Airbender Island. She's on a cliffside, lamenting about you know actually being depressed because you know Tarlock is a jerk. Yeah, of course. Um, and Pabu and everyone finds her, and <laughs> they they all decide to yeah, you know, cheer, her cheer her up and everyone. And we finally get the new team avatar. Hey, don't <laughs> forget about know. Milo using yeah, his, his, his fart bending. Yeah, no, I was going to say his light farted uh, <laughs> concept. Yeah, um, his, uh, fart bending. But yeah, but, and yeah, so we have new team avatar, or as I affectionately like to call it, team avatar MK2. MK2? Mark 2, make 2. Oh, weird. <laughs> well, it, oh, what do you want me to do? V2? I would say just the new, lame. Yeah, 2.0 would have been fine, I guess. Uh, and it's a na- it's name in progress. Of but course. anyway, so they're like, yeah, let's go. And with a bit of uh, with a bit of a nope moment from Naga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm um, not caring all these people. <laughs> Asami's like, I got a better idea. Yeah, because and I hit the time. Remember, remember Tarlock's gift? Yeah, that fancy that, that car, fancy got, car yeah. it finally gets put to use exactly. because Asami can drive. Yeah, and they become cool Dude, vigilantes. Just... I'm, li- I'm literally convinced that Asami's the only one who has her driver's license. I, I don't think the other three... I don't think anyone could even well, drive Well, I mean, Cora's understandable, Cora definitely but, couldn't, the yeah. two, but the other two, it's just like, come on, guys. <laughs> those, two, those two are bums. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah... um. Yeah, they hit the streets like a couple of vigilantes, just like, we're going to look for trouble, we're going to drive around listening to the police scares. Yeah, because actually, it's also mentioned by Asami that... Every single uh, Satomobile <laughs> has, a, has police a police scanner, scanner which is an insane idea, and it's hilarious that they didn't think that was sinister. <laughs> well, now she understands why, because, you know, we didn't think that Mr. Sato was evil, because corporate people are never <laughs> evil. Yeah, you got a big old... That was hilarious. Like, that's very cool car chase between them and the Equalists. Mm, oh, yeah. Which, by the way, they find out, 
equalists have done some jailbreaking. Yep, they got a, uh, an alert on the police radio about a jailbreak from some equalists, and it's a very cool car chase using oh, bending and bending, motorcycles. Even, and it's yeah, a mo- motorcycles really cool. like smoke and everything. Even dude, even Asami gets some moments where she gets to zap people. It's yeah. awesome. And she puts her driving glasses on when the smoke thing, so she's doing mm-hmm. what you can see. Oh, yeah. It's really cool, dude. It is uh, spectacular. They. Team, apprehend new, the uh, yeah. yeah new team avatar oh, apprehends yeah, them and Tarlock is upset yeah how dare you get in my way <laughs> you got in my way how dare you destroy the town and stuff yep, and oh really Cora gloats hilariously oh, yes. oh yeah pointing out like oh you guys weren't even here blah 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 yep. and of course Tarlock's like grr last warning stay out of my way rum 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 Yep, and he walks off to make some terrible uh, policies <laughs> uh, regarding of that, Speaking of that. Yep, the um, cowardly council agrees once again to Tarlock's horrible, dumb plan. The horrible, <laughs> dumb plan, which this time, because I know you kids are saying to yourself, what is Tarlock doing this time? Well, I'll tell you. He wants to make a rule that not only does it make it easier for non-benders to be caught as equalists, but they also have a curfew because yep. that's not going to bite anyone in the butt. Yeah, it's ridiculously crazy. <laughs> of course, Tenzin, rational one, is like, this is exactly what Amon wants. Yeah, this is a terrible plan. He's just and, like, and the console, the, yeah, the idiot yeah, console. The, the, idiot, the idiot cowards are just like, eh, we agree. And of course, Tenzin just angrily fluffs his cape, just like, how dare you not listen to reason. Mm-hmm. Um. We also, uh, after that, we see Mako comforting Korra and the first little bit of Asami possibly being a little weird, like weirded out a about A little jealous kind yeah. of thing. They have a weird relationship that she's not too crazy about. Um, the, let's see. And then we have this another when, police... Yep, yeah, we have another police, police radio thing with, uh, they get a scan saying, some equalists around. They're like, oh, more equalists. Yeah, equal, yeah it, I think the words were equalist rally. Yep. Which, that's important because when they drive there, yep. this part of town has no power whatsoever. Yeah, the power and it's like, cut. It's and like, it was iced over, maybe? No, I think it was just like, there was just completely like, innocent civilians outside of the houses just wanting okay, to power yeah. back on. Yeah, the, the innocent people are just like, behind like these metal bars or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, we just want our power back. We want our rights back. And the police are just like, yeah, yep. you need to get past curfew. You need to go back to your yep. houses. And then they begin to illegally detain the people. Very topical of the... Mm-hmm. the and oh, Tarlock, yeah. you know, being Tarlock is like, they're equalist and blah, blah, blah. Yep. blah and also, blah. I was going to say, I haven't mentioned him in a while, yellow shirt guy in the crowd. He's been in yep. a couple episodes in the past. But oh, no, yeah, dude. He's in a couple of shots in this one. That's been really obvious. In our in our last episode of the podcast, you did a uh, sports master like sports sports cast <laughs> oh, yeah. kind of thing. In this one, we need to have a segment called "Spot the Yellow Guy." Yeah, I will actually have to look for him. Then I was just like noticing him; he's very very prominent in the shot. <laughs> and, but any but anyway, um, well, and of and course, the innocent Cora. civilians are begging Cora to let them go, and she's like, "I'm going to get to the bottom of this. This is and insane." Cora does a, a, attempt to. Free them, and yeah. it works for she, conf- she confronts Tarlock about it, and he says no, and then she goes and begins to start freeing them as the uh, police start moving the barricades mm-hmm. in. And oh, yeah, wrapping the them up in, like, the literal barricades. Yeah. And, you know, Cora doesn't know how to metal bend, but she does, like, lift them up a little bit so they can slide under and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And Tarlock, being the rational individual that he is, <laughs> of course, arrests Asami for being a non-better past curfew with a father who was a conspirator with yep. the Equalist. And all of her friends. Yep. Bolin and Mako also get arrested by Tarlock. Because they were helping Asami or something. I don't yep. Know. And of course, uh, to, uh, Korra's ready to just uh, oh, yeah. kill Tarlock over this. <laughs> Korra just like rocks up at the ready. Thanks to Mako. Yeah, it had to be Mako, obviously. Yep. She's like, yo, not worth it. We'll figure something out. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, just don't. Kill him. <laughs> yeah, and then they say, arrested Avatar's friend. So they go into uh, police custody as Korra just, like, uh, you know, angrily drops her things and mm-hmm. stuff there. And, and she, you know, she she does go through the system. She goes to Tenzin, who Tenzin goes with Korra, is like, hey, um, what did I say his name was? Saikon or something? Saikon, yeah. yeah. Saikon. Uh, I talked to you for a moment. Saikon at first was going to be like, nope, nope, yeah, nope, okay, nope. I don't but deal with all, all he had to hear was, Saikon, <laughs> um. And yeah. they, they, you know, they, they talk and Saikon's like, dude, they, you know, they're, they're bad guys and blah, blah, blah. They're under arrest. And I, little, little note here. This is where you really get to see the uh, heritage of Tenzin come out. <laughs> because Korra's like, you're the worst ever, blah, blah, blah. And Tenzin is all like, Katara. Because he's like, now, now, yeah, we'll yeah. handle this. <laughs> Starts to walk away, but you are the worst. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's so Katara. It's so great. Tenzin's well, great. It's amazing. Dude, Tenzin's 
He Amazing. backs her up and it's great. Uh, we um, cut to the next day, possibly? No, or just later that day? Same, same, same night. Day, same night? Okay. Yep, later that night when Cora's like, she thinks there's a, like, I'm not going to wait. Yeah. So then she goes to Tarlock. Yep, we see her burst into his office as some weird little squeaky voice yeah, attendant. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the, uh, the, the, the the attendant or whatever he is. Oh, secretary. Is it's the secretary, secretary yeah. that gave her all the gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same lady. Yes, it's a guy. That's a guy? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a girl. That's what, that's why we get that name later in the uh, next episode. <laughs> he's just a squeaky voice. No, no, no. Wow, it's just like Final Fantasy characters. I can't tell. <laughs> is, is that a guy or is that a girl? I, mean, I believe it's a guy. I'm not sure. Anyway, The voice actor is anyway. uh, D. Bradley Baker, I believe. Uh, just like uh, Tarlock. But, yeah, uh, and of course Tarlock's like, nobody's here, are they? And the secretary's like, yes, then you should leave. <laughs> because he's totally not. Yep. Uh, anyway. Very cool. She's doing her class. This is not the first or last time that Cora will burst into an authority figure's office and threaten them. <laughs> it's it's going to happen a lot more. But uh, she tells him to let him go, and then he gives her the classic villain speech of, we're not so different, you and I. We'll find the <laughs> yep. same thing. Totally. And he's like, oh, come on. Uh, let's see, and then, uh, he's let's like, see, Korra, Korra's like, oh, you're no better than Amon, and that just, like, pisses Tarlock off, and he just goes to town, uh, he, like, what is he, does he first bend, waterbend at her, or Yes, is, yeah. Uh, yeah, he goes to waterbend at her, and she, like, starts defending herself, she earthbends the weird Yeah, the waterfall thing. thing, and almost hits him, or, no, mm-hmm. like, before he, like, starts, oh, like, yeah, like, like the there's a ball that starts shooting all kinds of weird cool blades in a really cool way, she's trying to box them away, but she keeps getting cut. And, uh, um, she, you know, she, yeah. dude, she completely she, wrecks Yeah, she guy. starts earthbending and just knocks him out the freaking thing, the second floor of the building, kicks his butt, is ready to just crush him, second, that's yeah. half-baked Avatar like, now. oh yeah, what, what are you gonna do? There's no water, there's no water or anything. Yeah. And she gets ready to firebend, and she stops. Yeah, she suddenly is unable to move. No. <laughs> I mentioned something. Did you? In the past. Yeah, you did. Um, just... Before we get to that, <laughs> we find out that Tarlock is more water bending than you think because yeah. he can blood bend. Yes, that he, is the big reveal. Oh, that's reveal not number reveal. one. Reveal number one. <laughs> Absolutely. The bigger reveal <laughs> is, is Korra realizing it's not a full moon, yeah. and yet he can blood bend. Yes. Um, so, yeah, you know, Tarlock's like, there's a lot you don't know, yep. and totally Marionettes her over Mary- to, yep. uh, to, to a, a car, car, ties her up, and locks her up, and says, don't, you're not gonna see this city anymore, and then drives off. Oh, she, like, her. she fire breathes at him, no, and he just right, locks her, yeah. and, like, slams her before he gets burnt, so, like, hits the thing, gets in, and drives off to a mysterious destination. Where this episode ends. That now, was crazy. Now, 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 yeah. <laughs> now to elaborate on me saying... I mentioned something in a previous episode of this. Oh, yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, I've never seen bloodbending yet. That's going to be scary. I was freaking kidding. <laughs> I was not serious. You really didn't think that was... I really did not I, I, know. That's why I was, you how purposefully dismissive I was of the idea, too. <laughs> I should have known. Oh, my but, God. But, oh, my God. Seeing Tarlock do that. Not on a full moon. Oh, yeah. I mean, we already had Dot from Animaniacs being able to teach Katara how to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, oh my goodness. All right, just for all of you at home, and for you, because I don't know if you know this about me, mm-hmm. every single time bloodbending happened in Avatar, like the whole two or three times, yeah. it makes me cringe. Yeah, because it's crazy. They, they do everything right. They, the the Arm movements, or the, oh, the, like the, the body thing, distortion, yeah, yeah. the sound that it it's does. very yeah, it's a very disturbing oh. sound. Uh, now, like like I was with uh, not leading you on blood bending, you will see a lot more crazy bending uh, to come in the future in this show. <laughs> oh, I bet I will. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, but um, yeah, it's it's amazing. Now, look, when that happened, like everyone was like aghast at like, whoa, he's. That powerful bloodbender, not on the full moon. What is going on? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's crazy, <sighs> and it's like, what's the deal? Why? How? How? And why? And what? What's happening? It was crazy. That was an insane it was ridic- thing. Oh man. Ooh, yeah, I legitimately like after I watched that episode, before I even went to the next episode, I literally just like, I was kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. I didn't seriously want the. <laughs> Uh, that's what you get. You got what you wish for. Yeah, careful what you wish for. It kiddies. was crazy. I, like, yeah, that was an insane reveal that he's oh a bloodbender. Oh my goodness, dude! Ooh. They did that 
perfectly too. Oh, yeah. really like cool. he, you could even see like the the cornered animal like look in his eyes. His hair's like all that. out of the braids. It's uh, all yeah, crazy out of the braids and, long and, stuff. Yeah. and then he just boom. I'm just like, woof. It was crazy. That was really really cool. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Tarlock taking mm-hmm. uh, Korra away, it, that's when we lead up to the last episode on this list. Out of the nine. Past. <laughs> Talking over each other is going to wow. be a classic on podcast. Way to go. Way to go. Yeah, you drew it. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah. anyway. Episode yeah, out nine, of the past. Out of the past. <laughs> We're going to say it three more times. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, uh, the last time is all about that fight at the end exclusively. <laughs> it's very exclusively. Because yeah, if you're watching this back in the day and like you had a week to just sit on that ending, you were, it was just craft, I, oh, and, theory and crafting then, central. And then <laughs> as you're sitting on that for the entire week... What does the announcer do? Hey, remember that thing you've been sitting on for the entire week? I'm going to say it one more time. That was crazy. What's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, yep. And we uh, see it opens to him continuing to bloodbend Korra, just floating her in midair with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It threw a weird building, a weird shack in the like, middle uh, of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, some weird abandoned place. Yep. And puts her in a metal cage. A platinum cage, to be specific. <laughs> very good, very good. Yep. And it is a weird shack in the center of some giant mountains. We don't know where the heck it is. It's crazy. Uh, and after after that happens, as Cora's like, no, you can't get away with this, blah, blah, blah. Yep. We go to the next morning where Tenzin gets a phone call. Mm-hmm. A, a shocking phone call. He goes over to the office where, uh, to the uh, town hall, was it? Yeah, the pretty much council hall. Yeah, the, 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 the council hall. And he's like, Tarlock, what's going on? And you see, like, an equalist glove on the floor. And you equalist see, like, mask. a... Yeah, equalist mask. Um, What is it called? The... Bolos? Two, uh, yeah, Bola, thank you. Bolo. Bolo, think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, some bolos like wrapped around yeah, yeah, yeah. and Tarlock is getting healed and he's just like yeah you know Ika, Korra was here trying to talk about getting her yeah, friends yeah. free and then the equalist attack yeah. and as he's talking it's really cool it actually it, like <laughs> to, to Tenzin he only knows what what Tarlock is saying, but we the viewers, we actually see what he did. He actually like plants all yeah, the evidence. We see him planting the evidence all out. He obviously. takes one of the equalist gloves and shocks himself. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> oh, it's crazy the it amount was just of really really cool scene. Like it was, oh, yeah, it was, it was such be- a, uh, beautifully done. It was so great, and we uh, see. Oh, and most important thing is the equalist took Cora. Yep, they took her and they spared him for some reason. And yeah. we're like, that's weird. Well, he probably um, got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. From the shock. And then we cut to Lynn waking up in the morning in her house, and we see she's still recovering, but she gears up and is ready to go full vigilante mode. Oh, yep. We and even she even see her. Yeah, she, take, she, yeah, puts, she puts her, her, her arm and everything, and then and she takes the badge off and crumbles it outside. <laughs> like the fucking just, law. <laughs> and then, of co- and then of course, first thing she does as a vigilante outside the law girl. Goes, to, goes over to the prison, frees Asami and Bolin and Maka. Well, you gotta mention the Bolin scene is hilarious because... <laughs> I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting there. Like, goes, goes over to Asami, she's like, busting you out because I'm a badass. Yeah, and then Bolin's Bolin like, in the middle of peeing. <laughs> in the middle of peeing, like... When Asami no. runs in and hugs Maka. Dude, don't do it. I mean, I, 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 oh, yeah, sorry. Cover your ears. I can't pee when you're listening. Dude, he would suck at public restrooms. Um, and then all of a sudden... Like, Liz uh, yeah. breaks in immediately as he starts to pee. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like oh, you're hey, we gotta, we gotta get out of here. And Bolin starts running out, and all Lynn does is, like, like flip her wrist, and you hear, zip! He's like, whoop! And, and she's just like, your fly was down. He's like, thank you for this. like, wow, that chicken was, metal bed That zippers. was hilarious. That, that, it was, like, perfect. It was just like... The, I pictured Toph doing that she at would. one point. Because that's exactly what she would do. Just, zip, your fly was down. That was, that was hilarious. That uh, was so good. Well, as all that's happening... We cut back to Korra in try, her captivity trying, trying to, to escape. Well, first she's trying to escape because, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Korra, first thing she does is of course, she actions. crazy action. And then uh, she remembers, oh, maybe she should meditate on yeah, things. Yeah, think on stuff. And she does. And what she sees is she sees Aang and Toph. Getting yep. ready to capture some criminal. Yeah. We find out during that little scene as they go into some restaurant or something that the villain in question is a man by the name of Yakon. 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 Yeah, it is Yakon. And they, right. yeah, some kind of weird mafia man uh, inside of a fancy restaurant. Very mm-hmm. classic. Uh, yeah, very classic. Mafia like, you know, movie style. Uh, even like, you know, or Godfather. Uh, uh, you know, you, you oh, yeah. used to be able to eat here, and so and you know, top oh, yeah. badass. And the voice is. actor for him, Clancy Brown. 
Really? Yeah, it's Holy. Clancy Brown. That's doing why it sounded so dope. familiar. I oh yeah, he is I, insanely oh, cool. Yeah, that's beautiful. Amazing actually. voice actor, Clancy Brown. Just like yeah, you could used to be able to get a meal in here. He's just like this awesome voices, oh, awesome dude, character, he's, just being he's a really cool monster. Yeah, he's amazing actually. Um, and that's all she sees for this for this moment. And of course, she's she's just excited that she actually got to connect with Aang. Yeah. And then we see. Uh, um, Lynn and all the others walking into Tenzin's office and Tenzin in usual Tenzin manners like oh, on the say, phone uh, about the flashback we find out that at this point Aang was 40 years old and we find out yes. that Toph still calls him Twinkle Toes which is that's actually important because it, it's like alright fine do whatever you want Twinkle Toes I'm 40 years old can you stop with the nicknames nope <laughs> yeah <that laughs> like amazing. yes Oh, Toph's the best. Dude, and she is. We uh, see Team Avatar now believing that the Equalists must have took Korra to some kind of underground base. And we uh, once again get some sweet uh, uh, old school Toph-like Lin uh, sound mm-hmm. bending. Like sound bending and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, just finding out, finding out, like even Bolin has some great moments. Like, you know, hey, I remember hearing things that were yeah. like in a tunnel. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, the way they're tracking it down is because they're following to where Bolin was taken when him and the other mobsters were yes, kidnapped correct. by equalists. Be- before, he got, before he almost got his bending taken. Yeah, yeah. And even he even has a Gandalf the Grey moment where he like sniffs the air and he's like, this smells familiar. Uh, and of course, sound bend. We're just going to call it sound bend. I, that's what I was calling yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> she, um, Lynn sound bends and she's like, yeah, there's a tunnel over here. Yeah. It's, like, it's just so cool. Like, they're actually every single I one of them. I talked that all the time and it was well, great. <laughs> right, that. But I'm just, everyone, not just Lynn, not just Tenton, oh, yeah. everyone is like actually having a moment where they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, let's do this. Investigating vigilante style, amazing team, new team avatar. That's what mm-hmm. that's the old gang did and it's amazing. It's yep. so fun. And then uh, they go through, you know, they actually, uh, as they're going through more tunnels, because they actually find a tunnel system and everything, um, Asami goes over to Bolin and she's like... Oh yeah, because yeah. uh, Mako's being extra aggro. Oh yeah, about uh, saving Korra. Yeah. Like, super, we're, super we're talking yeah. like, on the line between best friend, like super worried, and oh my god, I'm in love with this girl. Yeah, absolutely. We need to save she's a little like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, and so she, she talks to the... She talks to Bolin. She's like, yeah. is he and Korra having a thing? And of course, Bolin's like, no, of Yeah, being a good not. brother. Being a good brother covering and for I, his brother's infidelity. <laughs> unfortunately, and he's not good at classic it. Classic Bolin, big mouth Bolin, once again, just blurts out, oh, yeah, they totally kissed during the tournament when you guys were dating, but... Uh, <laughs> but they're over it. He's over it. I'm over it. Because I was broken about it, too. Yeah. And Asami's like... Not everyone's over Yeah, I it. don't think he's over it. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. And we uh, finally go further into this very large-scale underground facility of the Equalists. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it is like... Rail we're talking like a... And yep, metal trains and all that. Which we actually find out is also the place where um, Lynn's old crew was. Yeah, are being taken from the last uh, run-in. With which, them. unfortunately, when she when Lynn actually finds her old... Yeah, uh, very, very sad they're already They're already... Yeah, they ben, got the their bending has already been taken. So. Yeah, it's a really sad scene, but it's just a really cool police scene of a vigilante oh, ex-cop just saving right? her old cop mm. friends, and it was just everything about it. It's a great Beautiful, story. It's yes. an amazing story. But of course, oh, so but of course, they don't find Korra, and that's when Tenzin makes the connection. Oh crap! Tarlock's lying. Yeah, the equals are like, we didn't take her, and they're like, what? Why? If we took the Avatar, we'd, we'd have like made it known we didn't take her, and then they just yeah, exactly. Out. I mean, because that's exactly what Amon would have done. He would have yeah. been like, people. Yeah, I'm Stephen Blooming. Blooming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stephen Blooming. <laughs> and then as that revelation is made, we go back to Korra meditating, where we see Yakun on trial. And, yeah. of course, um, was it Toph that was talking the first time? Uh, Does it start with Toph I believe, talking? I believe Toph. Yeah, because yeah, like Toph's like talking crime, about, oh, crime, we have all these witnesses saying yeah. that you can bloodbend. Yeah, outside uh, of uh, this full moon. And then, of bum, course, bum, bum. and then, of course, we get another court, the the, defend, the defendant. Uh, the, yeah, the defending yeah, lawyer. The defending lawyer is just like, like, that's impossible. Yeah, that's impossible. It's not a full moon. And then, you know, there's a moment where Cora like, breaks out of it, but then goes right back in, and you get... Best yeah, cameo ever. Sokka. Sokka being is awesome. like... Voiced by Chris Hardwick, of yes, course. of course. And we get a really cool scene of him saying, like, man, I saw all kinds of crazy stuff when I was with the Avatar, including a guy who could firebend with just his mind. And, of course, you know, metal bending wasn't a thing yeah, until Yeah, until our lovely uh, chief of police did mm-hmm. her thing. 
And they say, like, we'll go back and delegate. And then he says we find him guilty. And they, Yeah, they, they, they brand him as one of these special cases where he can bend, blood bend, without the, without the full moon. And they sentence him to life in prison. Yep. Uh, just then, the entire courtroom stops as we get that familiar old gross... Squelching oh. noise of bloodbending being performed as everyone is being controlled by Yokoan simultaneously. Yeah, is simul- his lawyer not being, I don't think, is it everyone. Every well, lawyer the, too? His lawyer? The, the, uh, when he gets up to uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like bloodbend Toph into giving the, yeah, keys, the keys, you actually notice the defense lawyer just falls over. Oh. Which makes me believe that he was controlling He just knocked him out as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, ooh, that was a little... Yeah. information I didn't need to know. It was, it was crazy. But um, like, yeah, it's crazy. He bloodbends everyone, including Aang and yeah. Sokka and Toph at the same time. Every, everyone in the courtroom except for himself, obviously. Yeah. And of course, he's just like, ha 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 I am the big bad guy. Unlock me, woman. Yeah, he gets out. He just like shakes his hands really fucking mobster style. It's really crazy. Right. <laughs> Walks out of there. Aang breaks out of it? Not yet. Okay. Because this is when we go back to Tarlock. Ah. Okay. Um, and of course... They all walk, um, Tenzin's like, you know, thank you for coming here on such short notice. And Tarlock's like, what's going on? Did you find her? No, but we know you have her. Yep. And Tarlock's like, huh? what? That's, a, that's <laughs> preposterous. How could you? <laughs> yes, I get it. Sorry. Um, he's like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Then you see Mr. Miss Secretary. <laughs> yes, um, that squeaky-voiced like, liar. <laughs> I, in, yeah, the, the secretary's just like, Wait, yeah, I saw everything. I, uh, you know, I saw him fighting with the Avatar. I saw him put her, put her in a thing. And, of course, as, yeah. tar- as, tar- as, as my friend here has been clearly <laughs> you're, stating... Everyone knows you're a squeaky-voiced liar. <laughs> direct quote from That was amazing. But oh, Lin, Lin being Lin, is like, why did you wait until now? And then the yep. big revelation that everyone already knows, except yeah. for this group. Because he's a bloodbender. Everyone just goes from zero to a hundred, just like, uh uh-uh, uh, yeah, you're not doing anything. Tarlock, and, and what happens? Tarlock bloodbends them all. Of course, once again, knocks them, knocks them out, them all out, runs out. Yep. Uh, then we cut back to the Yakon flashback where Aang follows him out of the courthouse. He's the only one to wake up, right? He, yeah, he's the only one to wake up because up. he uses the Avatar The Avatar stays to wake up and then he goes back to normal, gets on his giant classical air ball, oh, Aang, yeah. and then, runs out of the courtroom after him and after he's in the car. Oh, and. It, in a cart, because this was back before yeah, the yeah, cars yeah, yeah. were actually. Was it a cart still? Yeah, it was a cart because oh, they had the bird and everything. Had the bird, uh, ostrich bird, mm-hmm. or whatever, ostrich, the blizzard, the weird chocobo looking thing. Yeah, yeah, it was nasty. Fun. And of course, you know, Aang stops the cart and everything and all that. But Yakone's like, I am a hundred and ten percent done. I'm gonna literally bend your body yeah. in a way where you can't live. Yeah, literally gonna and kill you. And of course, you. <laughs> oh, it, it, like it, it's just. It's yeah, and gross, and, and at the same time, it's back. like, oh, it looks like it's done, like he's gonna be done, but Aang just avatar states, and yep. he's just the completely earth, out of it. earth bends all, everything around Tarlock, oh, Tarlock, uh, Yakon, yep. um, except for like you know, part of his chest up to his head, yep. and states he, he's gonna take his bending away permanently, does, does. Energy bending, because yeah. that's what we find out in Avatar: The Last Ender. That, that's, that's what they what it's refer called. to it as. Yeah, yeah. that's what they. So he 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 energy bends all of the bending away mm-hmm. from Yakon. You know, the thing that only the Avatar can do. Yeah, just like being immune to uh, blood bending as soon as he went to the Avatar state. Yeah, keep that know, in mind. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, like the Avatar can only do. <laughs> and then we get back to Korra, actually, like, oh. You were warning me about Tarlock this yeah. whole time. As Tarlock walks in, he's like, curses, my pan has been foiled. I'm going <laughs> to run away, and you're coming with me. Yeah. And th- that's when the connection is made, where uh, where, she, where Korra's like, yeah, and you know what? I know, you're your cone's son. Oh. He's like, what? <laughs> and, and he's just like, you know what? Yeah, you're definitely going to be my hostage. Yeah. And I'm not going to be nice to you. <laughs> because he never was. As he goes up the stairs, he sees equalists, including Amon. He's just like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, 
Okay, I know what you're gonna do, Amon. You're gonna try to take my bending away. Well, jokes on you. Yeah, he knocks. Does he knock out the other guys or just? Yeah, he, he, them? Well, he he freezes them. Yeah, and they all like fall to the yeah, ground. And Amon's like, bends up. Oh, I'm being blood bended. Psych fool, you. Yeah. I can still move. He just goes completely normal. He's like, yep. He's what? Like, yep. It's like, wait, what? What's Amon's going on? Immune to blood bending somehow, and it's insane. He just gets to walking towards me like what? How? And he tries it again. He's like, stop for a second. Keeps going again. It's just like an insane Terminator oh, scene. Dude, it is crazy. <laughs> it's and then cr- all of a sudden, you know, Amon does what he always does. Puts his thumb yep. on the two places and says, goodbye to your bending. Permanently. Yeah. Tarlock cannot bend anymore. We hear a you scream know. from downstairs while while, uh, while Korra's still in the platinum cage. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck's happening up there? And, you know, Amon, Amon takes away... Tarlock's bending, you know, like the Avatar can do, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, and is immune to blood bending, you know, like the Avatar can do, <laughs> exactly. but only in the Avatar state. Yeah. Just, uh, just to note, there is nothing, <laughs> there is nothing to signify that Amon's going into the Avatar state because there's like glowing and stuff like that. Yeah. Amon doesn't show anything like that. So he's just straight up, like resisting and like just yeah. immune to blood bending. Somehow. Just just gonna point that out right now. It's pretty crazy. Oh my goodness, that was actually very crazy. Yeah. Um, but after that, in typical Amon fashion, you better bring the Avatar up here. But make sure that she actually comes. Don't underestimate her. Yep, and Lance Henriksen and the boys go go down to the uh Lance and the boys go <laughs> down there. Yeah, they go down with their uh with his shock cattle prod things and we see Korra just look. Is it her shirt she looks at, or her sleeve? I, 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 yeah, I think it's like her wristband. Oh, wristbands! Yeah, yeah. She takes those off, and then we see them on the outside. Lance Henderson puts the sticks to it and shocks it. As we hear Korra, you know, grumbling inside. Oh, yeah, we cut I to and she, she's. <laughs> yeah, she just said that. We see her holding herself up above the ground with the cloth thing, avoiding the electricity, mm-hmm. and then drops to the floor to give them, when the electricity stops, and we hear them say, like, oh, okay, we're, we're good. They open the door, see her pass down, she just immediately firebends, knocks them all out, just kicks their butts. Uh-huh. And then she goes right on outside, and Amon's just like... Yeah, loading Tarlock. Uh-huh. Is he loading Tarlock into a cart? Yeah, I think, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. well, either that or he's just, like, close. Like, I think he was close. taking him. Yeah, I think, I, I think you're right. Yeah, there, he, he, was, yeah he was taking him inside of a cart. And, and then, yeah, and then, you know, at first, Korra's like, I see you, and Amon's just like, really, guys? Yeah, like, uh, and I, then, yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, they, they, they almost have a little bit of a fight, but in the whole mess of chaos in the snow, because yeah. we never mentioned that there was snow here. Yeah, it's a, I said snowy mountains. Oh, did you actually say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, with all the snow and all the crazy chaos, she actually sleds down a hill without using anything. Yeah, and, a really cool snowboarding scene with Korra. <laughs> right. And then, of course, Amon just, like, looks at Lance Henderson and he's like, I, I told you not to underestimate her. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I honestly, every time I see that scene where he's just like, I thought I told you not I just picture him just, like, lightly smacking yeah, him. He's like, stupid. <laughs> we see uh, Naga just wandering in the woods around the mountain, I guess. Well, that or... She, we, they well, mentioned earlier they didn't know where Naga was, and right. Tarlok didn't... Did Tarlok know where she was? No. Was? The, okay. the only mention of Naga was Tenzin saying, yeah, but we can't... Because they're like, hey, let's use Naga to track her. And he's just like, Tenzin's like, we can't, because we don't know where she is. Yep. That's uh, all we know. And then we find out that Naga was tracking her. Yep, and we, she finds her in the woods almost dead, picks her up, and carries her back to town? Yep, goes all the way back to town, where we actually go to that night. Mm-hmm. And every, Tenzin and the crew are just like about to cash it in for the night. Yeah. But they hear a howl, and it's just like, wait, it, a dog howl. Ma- Mako's first Above the city, instinct. yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, above the city. Random dog howl. Instantly, Mako, that's Naga. <laughs> I wonder how many times he did that before it was Naga. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah it just, somehow he, he just knows. Yep, and on that solemn note, that's where the episode ends. Yep, because they find they find Korra and they start carrying her. Yeah. And, Oof. yeah, oh, wow. Just... Now, that was a crazy good little arc of episodes. Oh, my goodness. Now, oh. I, I know where the show's getting, but what were you thinking when you were watching those things go down? Between okay. Nakone, between Tarlock, between... Okay, so, 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 so. Um... I already told you about Mr. Sato and how I felt about that. I, as I've been hinting to all of you out there, I knew there wasn't something, there was something wrong with Tarlock. I knew he was going to be a villain. (laughs) He was very overtly hostile. It's very, it's very obvious because every time he makes a notion carry and stuff like that, he's got an evil smirk. He's a bad guy, but they never say it. So I'm just like, 
oh, well, okay, he's totally not a bad guy. Yeah, he's the weird dick. <laughs> um, yeah, especially in that... I knew Tarlock was going to do something crazy with non-benders. He's always been pushing, gotta stop the equalist, gotta stop the equalist. Always pushing, you know, non-benders are evil, non-benders are evil. And, of course, the nameless other council people are just like, yeah, we agree. Yeah, exactly. And, of course, Tenzin's like, guys, <laughs> this man is evil. As you see Tenzin, uh, not Tenzin, um, Tarlock's curly mustache and, like, <laughs> evil monocle. He's just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Motion carried. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it's, uh, but then, really I mean, I knew something was going to tip Korra over. And, you know, stealing the friends, I didn't know, like, what was going to happen. So, taking her friends away, her actual team, I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. She was actually a lot calmer than I thought when she first went. Because I thought she was just going to go in and just wreck everything in instantly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The fact that she actually just for went... For yeah. <laughs> the fact that she just went in, not guns blazing, yeah. surprised me a bit. But, of course, the cliche, we are not so different to that. I'm like, come on. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, come on, Tarlock. totally not villain Tarlock. Um, but then, just that fight, knew it was going to happen. Knew there was going to be a fight. And I was like, okay, okay, look at this. Something's going to happen. Like, maybe the police are going to come in and ca- and find out, you know, she's, she's, you know, she's attacking him. And Tarlock is going to, like, blame her or something like that. There were... Five or six different scenarios playing out in my head. <laughs> and then I heard that sound. The moment I heard that sound and I saw Cora stop, I'm like, this is not one of them. I, oh, dude, like you have no idea. Just yeah. that sound itself just makes me yeah. cringe. And then just the, having having an episode just about Cora meditating and actually focusing on what yeah, yeah. loved it. Yeah. Beautifully... Very in, classic in typical, move, too. Yeah, in, in typical Avatar, the last airbender set, executed perfectly, everything like was lined up correctly. Lynn is a badass, like always. <laughs> always knew she was. Yeah. I'm just I, I, I like the the Lynn better when she's kinda chill with Tenzin and Korra. Of course. Not yeah. the stuck up like mm, I hit you, Avatar. Yeah, when she's the I, chief. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, well, She's still the chief technically. Well, yeah, she no, she's, now down. she's the cool vigilante. Well, yeah, now, yeah, now she's even cooler because she's a vigilante. <laughs> um, and you know, every I, I had a feeling that Tarlock was gonna have something bad happen to him. You probably have heard this one before, but I'm gonna say it again. There were like five different scenarios playing <laughs> out. Seeing Amon and having Amon take the bending away surprisingly was not one of them. Really? You didn't think that was... That was not one of the scenarios because I thought... Because technically Tarlock is just like more uh, more like lawful evil than just like evil evil. Yeah. I thought maybe he was going to get like jurisdiction. Like a more poetic kind... Well, a more more like by the book kind of he's in prison, you know, kind of things like that. So just having him straight up lose his bending, I'm just like... Wow, it, it actually like legitimately shocked me. I'm oh, just like, yeah. wow, just Amon's just like, hey, how's it going? I'm in your house, stealing your bending. Yeah, and <laughs> not even to mention, like, just walking through bloodbending. Yeah, dude, that was the biggest jaw-dropping moment. Yes, even bigger than just finding out that Tarlock could bloodbend. Yeah. Even bigger was the fact that Amon's just like, ugh, you're bloodbending me? Oh, I can do this. It's just like... <laughs> yes. Yeah, just... uh, we have technically three episodes yeah. left. I, I own the Blu-ray, so it says it's only two, but I, we've got three episodes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and if I'm I remember, just season one. <laughs> but if I remember correctly, originally Legend of Korra was going to be a one-season thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this would have been the season finale, like the series, series finale. finale. Yeah. Yeah. So. First off, I don't know how they're going to do the other three seasons. And if they're actually going to go... Dude, I'm going to tell you, it's just going to get crazier. <laughs> but I just... Not knowing that there's only three episodes left of what would have been the entire series... Who the heck is Amon? I need to know what's under the mask. It's... Well, yeah. That's, dude, like, the, the theory crafting and the crazy fans freaking out during the show when it was airing. It was insane. Oh, my goodness. It was so crazy. And to think that for some reason, 
I skipped out on Legend of Korra. Yeah, you didn't watch it at the time. Like, a, yeah, at oh, the time, God, you missed for out. some reason, I crazy. missed out. Now I'm watching it. I'm not necessarily kicking my butt over missing it because I'm watching it now. Yeah. But at the same time, I am kicking myself <laughs> about it. It's like one of those weird things. Yeah, it's great. The show, oh. it, it's so good. It's it's, it's it gets crazier. I, I said it once before in a previous episode. Biggest thing I like about this is a bit of the darker tone they're taking. Yeah. Like with a, it was. Somewhat lighthearted, but it had serious moments. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of Here, serious stuff. it's like all serious with some lighthearted. Yeah. I like the contrast. Very, very cool. We, we gotta yeah, end yeah, this episode yeah, yeah. sometime, oh, yeah. so... Alright, yeah, it's a great episode. It's gonna get good. We'll, we'll oh. see you next time. We'll, next, we'll see you next time for more um, Young Justice. And then after that, we will see the finale of Korra. Uh, of season one of Korra. And uh, then... Which actually begs the question. Since there are four seasons of Korra, right? Yeah. Um... We, we're finishing season one. Yeah. Are we just going to go straight into season two? Or uh, are we going to... Well, we'll, we'll figure that out on the, okay. on the finale yeah, we, uh, episode. Th- th- that's right. We haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, we'll figure okay. out on the finale episode. All right. Well, we'll signing off now just to leave you guys on those crazy notes. Uh, I'm um, Matthew Lewis. My plugs are for Matthew Lewis P on Twitter, Matthew Lewis Podcasts on Patreon, and uh, what's the other one I was using? YouTube. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Where you're probably dude. seeing this. And then um, also, yeah, Medulla's podcasts on those things. Check them out. Also, my Forgotten Minotaur King story podcast. Ben, do you have any pluggies? Um, not yet, but maybe if I can uh, talk to Matt Lewis about this, maybe we can get a Facebook page going on. That would be good, too, when we eventually get this done. We'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch on that one, but I still have no personal plugs of my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may sound like I'm actually against social media, which I'm not, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll figure something out. But in the meantime, this is Ben Sturgeon. This is Matthew Lewis. And, and keep, uh, keep it sleazy. <laughs> I'm going to say it this time. You're not going to steal it. All right. Keep see it guys. sleazy.